Good Saturday to you, everybody, and welcome to Your Next Chapter, a production of Avery Heights Senior Living. Avery Heights is a 43-acre senior living community with a full continuum of care, including independent and assisted living, memory care, and a whole lot more. Now, this show is going to provide helpful tips and resources for older adults that will empower and encourage you in your life's journey. From topics related to physical and emotional health, uh, financial health, senior living communities, and a whole lot more. Along with Siobhan Seferelli, I'm Gary Byron. Siobhan, what's going on? How are you? I'm good. It's nice to see you. It's good to see you. Getting ready for your Disney trip? Yes, yes. So next week. Next week? Next look at week. you. Yeah, very excited. But you're looking, how can you not be looking? Oh, my goodness. I can't wait to see the kids' faces. You know, like they're, they have that parade at Magic Kingdom and their eyes will light up. They, All the characters. Did, I think it's more me. Let me just be honest. I can't wait to see. Oh, you were saying that last week. You're like a big kid. <laughs> I like the villains, though. The oh oh Jafar, the villains. Who Jafar, are they? Jafar and Cruella and Ursula? And, I don't know any of them. Yeah, and the Wicked Witch from oh. uh, Snow White with the apple. Oh, I was thinking of the Wizard of Oz. Giant. Oh, the Wiz- oh, oh, I like the her too. Yeah, I get you, my pretty. Yes, yeah. is she cool? Yeah, yeah. little dog, Tony. Yeah, yeah. your little dog too. I love the villains. But the Wicked Witch of uh, oh oh of Cinderella is that Cinderella? Uh, but, or well, Snow, Snow White. White. You have the stepmother in, in Cinderella. Snow White is the Wicked Witch. Oh, uh, yeah, that gives and, her the apple. And, and, and then the asleep. seven dwarfs, right? Well, they weren't evil. No, no, no. But oh, that's part of the, yes, the, the it okay. Is, yeah. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I get all my. Um. Do they even have? Like, do little kids even know who Mickey Mouse is? Like, oh yeah, yeah. Mickey's like, wow. Where, where do you see Mickey Mouse? Mickey's like, I don't know. My daughter knows though. Well, there's a Disney store at the mall. Okay, but my my point is, on TV, there's still the Mickey there's Mouse no Mickey. Club. There was on Disney for a while. Britney Spears is from the Mickey Mouse Club. Yeah, but that was what thirty years ago. Yeah, but they repeat stuff. Everyone knows who Mickey Mouse is. Minnie Mouse. My daughter knows who all they are. Donald, Daisy. She even knows all Daisy. these cartoons nowadays. They're they're not. When do you see Mickey anymore? You do. You do. Do you? Disney okay. Channel. Yeah, Disney Junior has lots of Mickey. All right. Yes. And Mickey's. Yeah. It. Do they do they still do a Mickey Mouse Club today? I don't know if they do one today. I know that they did one like like we said during that time. Um, but I don't know. She never really. Yeah, I watched Mickey Mouse Club back in the day, but I don't think she. Yeah, but they don't have yeah. like the. I, I mean, Annette Funicello. Remember? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think so. I don't think. If so. all the boys, they liked her. Yeah. They did. Yeah, they they did. I mean, she's long gone now. Sadly, uh, she had it's multiple. I think she had multiple sclerosis. I think oh. or something like that. She did. She ended up doing the beach movies too. Oh yeah, I think that's when you're thinking that. with Frankie Avalon. Yes, yes, he was beach blanket. I think he was bingo. in the Mickey Mouse Club, wasn't he too? Well, I just uh, the, the big big beach blanket right, bingo that? that they yeah. did, and, and a couple yeah. of others. I know. I didn't know he was in uh, on the Mickey Mouse Club though. I th- wasn't he? Weren't they on there together? Oh, I don't Isn't know that where they met. Somebody will. Let us know. Somebody will exactly. listen to this and they'll contact you or yeah. the station. This is important. <laughs> <laughs> we need to know. Real serious stuff. All right, sorry, have you started packing yet or is that still no, too, gosh, too no. soon for that? I've got so much to do. I've got to remember, I'm like, I take care of the whole family. So they get all set. They'll be all downstairs with their suitcases and I'll be upstairs scrambling around packing. And I do a packing list though. Packing lists are important because you always forget something. <sighs> Even with a list, yeah, you forget to put it on the list. You do forget stuff, even, but at least you have less of a chance of forgetting stuff. Are you there for a week? Yes, yeah. All right, we've so been Sunday to Saturday. I think we covered this last week. There's four parks. Four now, parks. Yep. But there's seven. Well, all right. So let's say six. One's a well, travel. And the two day water or, parks too. Two water parks too. There's two uh, w- within the Disney compound. Yes. Or, or elsewhere. Yes. No. 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 Yeah. 
tidal tidal wave typhoon or something. All right, so you you don't even need a car, really, do you? Well, we're getting a car because uh, we're, they say you should take a day off. So we're going. That's where we're going for so many days. So we're actually taking Tuesday off from Disney. I don't know what we're going to do, but my brother lives in Florida. Florida. Oh, well, he lives in Fort Lauderdale, so he's going to come up or down, depending on how Florida. You got to go up, yeah, from up, Fort Lauderdale. He's going to come up. Okay, um, and then my stepdaughter's um, boyfriend's grandmother also lives in Florida, so this these will be visiting days. So it'll be fun. Yeah, I haven't so, seen my brother how many days in are years. Be there? A week? Or? Yeah, Sunday to Saturday. Okay. But they say it's still good to take a day off. You know, we were talking about weather. Maybe even off the air a little bit as well. Mm. Um, and, and you are, you like this time of year. You October, like, November, they say. Yeah. I was going to go in, um, because the kids are from school and there's no conflict, July and August. But they say it's better to go in October, November. So, I, right, so my point, because here we are now, today's October 1st. Right. So the week of, um, however, however you say it, the ninth they have off for the discovery of America. Right. That's probably the easiest okay. way to say it. And so, uh, so she'll have Monday and then she's got four other days. And so we've already contacted her teacher. So we are pulling her out of school, All but, right. but it, yeah, but she'll be fine. Cause yeah. You like the hot weather. This won't be hot though. They say October, November is the better oh. time to go. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. but it's not going to be hot at all. Well, it'll be kind of hot. Or, or Orlando, nice. right? Yeah. It'll be nice. Well, well, Florida or, um, I remember one time I, when I took my son in November, it was cold, like at night, like winter coat cold. Oh, luckily come we on. Had, yeah. Luckily we had winter coats. It was cold. Maybe January at night. I'm telling you, it was November no. and we were cold. I get cold though. So you can't really go by me. All right. You say so. <laughs> I don't know. I will tell Mickey you said hi. Oh, please do. <laughs> yes. Tell Mickey and Minnie for that matter. <laughs> Both of them. Yeah. Are they're husband and wife, right? I don't know or if they are. Or are they brother and sister? Oh, no. They're definitely supposed to be dating because even like Daisy oh. and Donald, there's a whole dating Daisy thing Dukes? Da- oh, no, Daisy. Daisy? Donald's Daisy? Daisy's girl. Yeah. Donald Duck has a, has a girlfriend? Daisy. Yeah. Daisy. And an uncle, Scrooge McDuck. Oh, oh, I think I kind of remember that one. Yeah. I don't remember Daisy. Yeah. And then he's got the little cousins to Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Lou- oh, the, right. The I remember. Yes, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. And then there's Pluto. There's Pluto. That's a that's dog. um that's a dog. Mickey's dog. Okay. And Goofy's his friend. Goof is Goofy's not a dog though, is he? Goofy's a dog. Oh, Goofy's a dog too. Yeah. Pluto and Goofy, they're both dogs. Yeah, but Pluto can't talk. Goofy can. I got you. Yeah. It's a lot of stuff I got to study up on. Cinderella, we talked Cinderella, and you Cinderella. got uh, um, yep. uh, Hansel and Gretel. But again, I like the villains. So. Oh, that's right, you were. I know. Last week. And oh, Hansel and Gretel, Hansel and Gretel. That's um, grim, grim fairy tales. Oh, yeah. um, see, I'm beating him in trivia again. This is great. Uh, yeah, we we, <laughs> we did, did that a couple weeks ago. We tied. <laughs> exactly. We tied. <laughs> Oh, that's right. We did tie. Dang it. (laughs) But now I'm ahead. Yeah, we did again. Now I'm ahead. It's Grim Fairy Tales. She's trying to get one on me over here. I'm ahead now, though. Now I'm ahead. I challenge you, and maybe in another week or two, I want another. Not on Fairy Tales, apparently. No. (laughs) I'd lose that one. Ay, ay, ay. Uh, all right. So what about what's going on at Avery Heights? Let's go there. So we're really, um, you know. Tons of tours going on, which is great. And one of the things is the caregivers. The caregivers, I I hate when sometimes, you know, they come in and they're just so stressed out. And so my biggest thing is what we're going to talk about today, which is great, is kind of taking care of themselves. Um, And I developed a program during COVID called Taking Care of You. Um, And it's capital Y-O-U. Um, and it was a program that I did actually while I was at the hospice company. And I did this presentation for like, 
companies. I did it for um, our own company uh, when I was with hospice, and I did it for several different people, and it was great. And it's all about caregivers, and caregivers is you know the actual loved ones, but it's also obviously professionals as well. So we you know we just did um, we talked about uh, um, on the last show we did a staff encouragement right. uh, for our employees. So you know our aides, our nurses, um, you know all those guys are caregivers. You know, um, and you have to be careful. You got to take care of yourself because you can burn out. You know? you know, you can be a caregiver just by default and have no experience. Yes, in, in, in I was for my mom, and it was oh, so challenging emotionally, physically, on all levels. Um, I spent so many, so much time just like, and my dad, um, who has now since passed, but he, he would call me every day and they weren't married anymore, but he would call me every day because I remember calling him from the hospital. I was very estranged from my mom. And for some reason I was her emergency contact, which I didn't even know. And I remember getting that call and then I went down to the hospital and they were asking me all these questions. They were asking me about her medications and what she does and, and, and they were making me feel, um, or made myself feel guilty. I felt guilty. I felt shame that I didn't know all this stuff. And they're looking at me like, how can you not know she's your mother? Well, I hadn't seen my mother in like four years. And so I remember calling my dad and I just broke down. I was like, but I was, I was it. I was, so I became her conservator and I ended up taking care of her towards the end of life. And our relationship still was very up and down. So it really made it hard because there was still that, you know, and again, my mother did the best she can, but that emotional abuse was still in there and she had dementia. So it was worse. Oh, so it was very challenging. And so I, I, and I didn't take care of myself back then. I was very, you know, sometimes I didn't eat. I was very tired. And what can happen with caregivers, if you're not taking care of yourself, and I see it all the time, you'll have the, you know, say the husband or the wife comes in and they're coming in to look for a place for their loved one. And sure enough, what happens if they're not taking care of themselves, all of a sudden you get that call and they're in the hospital. You know, yeah. they've had a heart attack. Well, they, they're not any of any use. Yes, then. they've developed uh, some type of chronic issue. And then we have to take the loved one on in an emergency. And then it's just a whole big mess. So you you have to take care of yourself. You really do um, need to do so. Yep. What happens to caregivers when, like we were just talking about, when, when they don't take care of themselves? I mean, uh, is it that you said that some of them can even go into the hospital? Yeah. You know, but ultimately... Two people are going to be needing care, yes. the original person, yep. you know, and then the person who was giving the care, yep. I would imagine. And then it rolls <clears> down, <throat> you know, like to the, you know, to maybe the the son or the daughter or their loved one. And now they're going to be stressed out yeah. because now they've been thrown into the situation where mom and dad need care. And now they need to place them both. I just had a situation um, at our community, unfortunately, where the dad, um, he has um, cancer, unfortunately, and couldn't find out he ended up in late stages. So he ended up at the scale. She ended up in memory care and now it's just all you know they're scrambling to figure this whole thing out which nice is with Avery Heights we do have the continuum of care so we could take care mm-hmm. of both of them and have them so they could still you know the, the wife could still visit um, her husband and, and those types of things but it's a very people don't realize they feel like I'm taking care of my loved one I'm taking care of my loved one but they've got to take care of themselves caregivers might be thinking you know I, I'm taking care of someone else so I don't have to take care of myself mm-hmm. But that's important. Right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. it, it, it's it isn't that in some ways maybe selfish to think of myself over the person that you're actually caring for. It, it really isn't. And one of the things the um, you know the uh, analogies or illustrations I used to give in my presentation is the airplane. You know, people always talk about oh yeah, put a the mask oxygen, over your yes. self. Before so if you had you, a little kid, you would put that mask on. F- 
them first because or yourself no, first. yourself first. sorry yourself first because if you don't put it on if you put it on them first and you're like trying to breathe <laughs> you're going to pass out and then you're both in trouble it's the same kind of concept you've got to put your mask on first and then their mask and what does that mean it just it really means in pulling in help you know, it really means that you you don't have to. People think taking care of their loved one means hands on, and it really doesn't. It means coming up with a plan. Okay. It doesn't mean, and people feel guilty. Wait a minute, I told mom I would take care of her. Well, you're not going to be able to take care of her if you're not around. And I've seen that happen. And then the person ends up being conserved by the state, and there's all this stuff that starts to happen. And now you have someone taking care of that person who doesn't even know them. So you got to take care of yourself, especially if you're the spouse. You've got to find time for yourself. Have, you know, whatever it is, if it's, unfortunately, if it's dementia or something like that, you know, adult daycares, um, you can, you know, pull in your family, you can hire, you know, private duty aides, you know, uh, elder services helps out with that stuff as well. Are there signs that maybe uh, caregivers and their loved ones should kind of look out for yeah. as far as red flags are concerned? Yeah. So definitely if you're depressed. Um, if you're not feeling like you want to get out of bed, if you're angry, if you're reactionary, if you're angry, if you're tired all the time, if you're not eating properly, you know, these are all red flags for yourself to go. Something's not right. If you're not socializing anymore, you have to socialize. Even if you pick up the phone once a week and, and, and call someone. Um, obviously this was a big thing during COVID, people isolating. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really, really people important. Deep depressions. And, yep. And yep. You're right. Yeah. I mean, we're human beings. We're social creatures by nature. Yeah. Yes. You know? Yes. So those are kind of some of the signs that some of the simple signs that you might think, oh, of course I'm depressed. Like I, I ended up getting depressed and it's like, of course I'm depressed. My mother, I'm taking care of her. I'm of course I'm tired. I'm taking care of her. But over time, that's going to weigh on you. Um, and another good, um, you know, illustration is that frog in the frying pan. You probably heard this one before too. So if you stick a frog in a frying pan and it's cold mm -hmm. and you, or a boiling water and you turn on the heat and then it boils, they won't jump out. Now, if the water's hot, they'll jump out. But if it's just boiling over time, they won't jump out. They'll just, they'll just, you know, obviously die. And so that's the same thing with being a caregiver. If you're, it's over time, oh, I'm tired. Oh, you know, oh, I'm, you know, I'm getting depressed. Oh, I don't feel like getting out of bed. And over time, you just kind of realize that. And then all of a sudden, you've got this boiling pot of water. Now you've got caregiver burnout. Now you've got, you know, uh, fatigue. Now you're, now you're in trouble. Now you have to, now you got to get help or you end up in the hospital or, or something like that. So then how can I, how can a caregiver take care of him him or herself? Yeah, there's a lot of things that you can do. So I always go with part of the program I developed was the three A's. So awareness, um, you know, um, acceptance and action. Those okay. are kind of like your three A's. So awareness, like we were just talking about, the signs, see the signs. I'm tired. I'm depressed. I'm lashing out at people. I'm angry. I'm not getting enough sleep. You know, I don't know what I'm doing. You know, if the care, if the loved one, you know, say you, um, I don't know, you fall asleep and then they end up wandering, clearly you can't handle it anymore. So it's just awareness of your entire situation. And the best way to do that is to step back and almost like you're watching a movie. You know, watch the movie of this. And if it, if it's chaos, you know, if it's, if it's like a Godzilla movie, it's chaos, then mm -hmm. you need to do something about it. So it's awareness. We have to stay aware. We have to stay in a state of awareness. We can't just, just keep going through life, you know, day after day after day, you know, and not paying attention to what's going on around us. So we really have to be aware. And then with acceptance, we have to accept, okay, here I am. I've got this situation. And now what am I going to do? You know, accept what you can do. You know, there's the serenity prayer that people always talk right. about. What can I do and what's out of my control? So do what you can do. What's out of your control? Get some help because that's out of your control, you know, and then accept the things that are, you know, hey, I did fall asleep. My loved one did wander, but they're back home. They're safe. You know, don't spend so much time shaming yourself. 
Do you find caregivers wanting to do more than maybe that's needed or or less? Um, I, I, and I ask this only because I knew of a caregiver who was just, they were always, you know, it's like oh, maybe too attentive yes. to someone's needs. Like, okay. Let them yeah. let them take their time exactly, and, and be yeah. themselves and yep. go at their pace. And a lot of times, especially at the um, you know Avery Heights Senior Living Community, a lot of people don't want to let go. Right. They don't want to let go. You know, they don't want to let the nurse do what they got to do. They don't want the aides to. Oh, she doesn't like the sheets to be that way. And the the person's perfectly fine. You know, oh, she doesn't like tuna fish salad and she's eating it. You know, you got to let go. And a lot of times, when you're not letting go, you're making it about you. You know, you're making it, that's about you. You want to be, oh, I'm the caregiver. I'm the superhero. You know, that's about, that's not even about the loved one. And that's where that awareness comes in. You got to step back and realize, do I really need to be, do I really need to be doing that? Can I just not go visit them every day, Mm. you know, at the senior living community? Can I let them have a life? You know, a lot of times people come in, where's my mom? Well, she's, you know, out on the field trip. Oh, you know, yeah, let her have a life. <laughs> yeah. That's what the whole thing is about. I mean, you weren't on top of the, you know, it's, it's like helicopter, you know, adult children at that point for their loved one, right? It's like helicopter parents. It's yeah. like, you got to no, back right. up. You got to back up. You got to let go. Folks, you are listening to Your Next Chapter, a production of Avery Heights Senior Living Community, along with Javon Seferelli. I am uh, Gary Byron. All right, let's go. Um, let's. Well, you want to go a little deeper into each of the three A's and and, and yeah. maybe tell because I know so we have awareness, yeah, acceptance, acceptance, and action. So action is the okay. one that we really yeah. So action is um you know there's like self care checklist that you can do okay. um and that's how you can figure out what is wrong. You know, like you kind of do that. You could do that once a month, once a week. You can even do it once a day. Um, one of the ways you could do is like with a check-in as well. So like with the, the you know, with the traffic light. So if I'm checking in and I'm like, I'm having, you know, I'm feeling all this stuff. If I'm tired, if I'm, you know, all the stuff, then I'm definitely on red. I got to do something, right? I got to stop or and do something. If I'm on yellow, you know, if I'm a little tired, maybe I skip lunch a couple times. Maybe I skip dinner. So that's kind of like a warning sign, right? Because you don't want to get to red. And then if I'm on green, I'm good. I'm exercising. I'm taking care of myself. I'm socializing. I feel good. You know, like today, you know, today I kind of have like a migraine, but that's, that's something that I've got going on. So it's like, I started looking up cause I haven't had a migraine in a long time. So I said, well, what's going on? Well, come to find out, I just put bagels back in my diet and I wasn't eating bagels for a long time. And I looked it up and and I didn't really bagels trigger migraines. I, one of the top, one of the there's different things. There's nuts. There's hot dogs. There's all different chocolate. Known. You know, obviously alcohol and stuff in excess. But like the top, one of the top ones was bakery items, and it said bagels. And I was like, bagels? Wait, I haven't. I and, and for some reason these last few weeks I've been like bagel crazy, like egg sandwich with bagels. <laughs> I went to the store and got bagels. I'm like, you know, and and I hadn't done it in a while, but I haven't had a migraine in a while. So I'm gonna I'm gonna test that out. So that so so now I'm like on yellow. What's going on? Why are my migraines coming back? So now I'm doing something. About I think. It. Well, yeah, I think you find you found out. You yeah. Know. Yeah. Go figure. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I never knew that, that yeah. there was a correlation between yeah. migraines and, and yeah. And I don't like bagels. taking the medication because obviously it's not good for you to constantly. Like I was popping them like Tic Tacs because I had a headache. Like almost. Excedrin or it's like the Imitrex Excedrin. Or, no, I or, do um, Excedrin migraine. I haven't done those yet because I don't like a lot of medications. But even the Excedrin migraine with the caffeine. and I mean, you hear me right now. I'm like... <laughs> 40 miles an hour. You're although, on fire. <laughs> although I'm always very <laughs> hyper. But today it's like my husband, he always knows when I have a migraine how or had a migraine headache. He was like, migraine, right? Because I'm just like, oh, at dinner, like, you know, 40 miles an hour. But obviously that's not good for me, you know. Um, so. I was, I was going to tell you, you know, <laughs> they do make a decaf now. <laughs> 
Oh, I can't even do coffee. Oh my gosh, can you imagine? Right now? No, I can't imagine. If you I was a coffee, coffee drinker, right oh my god. Oh, you don't just drink coffee at all. I don't. Oh gosh, I don't do a lot of anything with uh, uh, usually with caffeine, but caffeine really helps when you have a migraine. Yeah, that's what they say. Yeah, I've heard that before. Yeah. Uh, where where do caregivers go? Let's say to get like support. Yeah. So there's a lot of places. Obviously, um, to start, if you don't have the friend support, if you don't have the family support, um, which is tough, which I did, unfortunately, I didn't have. My family, uh, didn't kind of rally around. There was a lot going on there. And so the senior center is a good place to start. The Alzheimer's Association, elder services is a good place. Obviously us, you know, a senior living community, um, you know, elder law attorney, the doctor, the doctor, their doctor, their PCP is, See, a, is I'm thinking, a is there a too. course or is there a, a book, a self-help book or a there's tons of stuff. caregivers book? Yeah. There's or, actually oh. caregiver life coaches as well that you can yeah the the one thing you want to do though for me and i love google and i love searching but you can go down a huge rabbit hole so i definitely pick up the phone like we were talking about old school pick up the phone make that phone call to some of the places i just named you know keep it simple because you can go online and then you can end up paying three thousand dollars for some caregiver support well, I, group I that's, go, not, that's crazy but people but... you know if you're desperate and you want help they can say oh we can help you do everything and it ends up being a big scam and so you want to, you know, if you're, if you can stick local, someone that you can sit down with, that you can face to face, look them in the eye, that's probably the best place to start and not go down kind of the Google rabbit right. hole. Yeah. Well, then what kind of support should uh, caregivers have in place? Yeah. Again, definitely professional support. <coughs> um, you should definitely, you know, make sure you make your, your loved ones uh, PCP, like your, you know, one of your advocates, if they have an elder law attorney, um, if you have the friend support, you know, I always say, you know, I never really had like good, good friends, probably in the last like 10 years, I've got some really good friends and mind you sidebar. If you want to have good friends, you've got to be a good friend. That's what I learned. That's what I learned. That's simple, very true. Really simple. But all of a sudden, why don't I have good friends? Well, maybe, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe the problem starts here, you know, point those fingers back at yourself. So, so that's, um, that's one thing. And then your loved ones, you know, it's hard, you know, I had to have some tough conversations with my siblings. Um, you know, my sister, you know, uh, you know, speaking of which, I did go to end up going to a seminar, a really good one. And then I had a conversation with my sister and I told her, I said, listen, I need your help. You know, I was like crying off the wall, but I was like, I, and she jumped in. She, you know, she would check in and she, you know, she didn't do like a ton, but she went, you know, my mother, you know, she used to wear like wigs. And so she went and bought the wig, brought it to her, you know, clothes, she needed clothes. So, but that helps. Even if that little bit of something, you know, my sister every week or every other week, she would check in. Do you need me to do anything? Um, and, and she did. And so sometimes you, you got to kind of, you got to yell a little bit. You got to set those boundaries. You got to say, hey, you're, yes, our childhood was what it was. But guess what? Mom needs help and I need you to be involved. Yeah, sometimes you just, you can't carry that baggage yeah. with you, you know, especially at end of life. Yeah. Let, let, let that go. Don't walk around with a big chip on your shoulder. Oh, you be open to ask your loved one. Give them a chance. Give them a chance to help out. Because if you're not saying it, if you're walking around and you have not said, which I didn't, I didn't say boo to my sister about helping me out. And I wanted her. She should know better. Well, you know what? She didn't. You know what you I know? respect greatly about you, Siobhan, is that you walk the walk. You know, you, you don't, it's not just a job. You've been there. Yeah. You've had issues in your, in your personal life. You have experience with hospice. Um, wow. What? What a package that you bring to the table to Avery Heights. And they're very fortunate Thank you. to have you there on multiple levels that, you know, look, I could talk to somebody who 
<clears throat> oh, this is what I went to college for, and this is where on my resume, this is where I worked, <laughs> and this is where I worked. You know, and, and, and I don't want to, you know, write that off right. and, and say that that's insignificant. It's not. It is significant. But when you've been there and done that, yeah. you know, wow, man, yeah. there's a lot to be said for that. And people, I feel like, I know for me, I can hear that, those people better when they've been there. You know what I mean? It's like you can you can hear what they're saying because a lot of times if I have a caregiver sits down and they're taking the tour and I start telling them, you know, I kind of say, listen, you got to take care of yourself. They might not hear me. You know, yeah. oh, what does she know? You know, she have, have you done this? Have you been through this? Well, I haven't been through what you've been through, mm-hmm. but this is what I've been through. And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden they're like, oh, well, you do you do understand. You know, I'm, I'm you know, my mother and I, we didn't have a great relationship, you know, and they think they're that's another thing, too. We're not the only one. You know, we're, we're not, we're unique in, in our makeup of our experiences and who we are, but don't ever think that's the worst thing you can do for yourself is think that you're the only one because you're not. Good to know. Always reach out for help. There's somebody else out there that can relate to your story and can help you out. Sure. People appreciate hearing that. When is it time to start looking um, at a senior living community? Let's say versus home care. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, again, when you're, when you're, again, step back and take a look at that picture. If your loved one has been wandering, maybe if it's once or twice and then you put a plan in place, but if you're looking for them all the time, you know, that's a problem. If you're, if you're agitated, you know, uh, especially caring with someone, any, any, taking care of your parent period is very challenging because remember you were the kid and there's always, there's always those moments where they're like, you're, you know, you're not too old for me to put over your knee or something like that. So, so there's always that sense of, wait a minute, that's my dad. You know, how am I going to ask my dad to eat his peas? Well, guess what? So, but if you're yelling at them, if you're, if you're, if you're being abusive, you know, and again, when you're burnt out and it's too much, that's when it's time to, you, you know, it's too much for you, especially if they got Alzheimer's or dementia and you're trying to take care of them and you're yelling at them. You can't yell. It's like yelling at a child. It's like yelling at a baby. If you're yelling at someone, well, how come you're, how come, you know, I told you that already. Remember I told you that. Well, and I've heard people do that. I've heard, I've had tours where people are telling the person, remember I told you that. And it's like, no, they don't remember you told them that. That's, that's gotta be so tough. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, it's almost like it's, you're, you're treating your parent the way your parent treated you when you were younger. Yes. You know, that, yeah. that's, it's, it's interesting. There. And, and holding and, those resentments too, you know, it took a long time for me to move past my resentments with my mom. It took a long time for me not to, uh, take stuff out. It, she doesn't deserve it. Nobody, you know, it, and it's easy, like I'm sitting here right now and nothing's going on. Um, but at the same time, that's where you, that's where that awareness comes in. That's where you step back and that's where you realize that no one deserves just because they did it to you. I, I have so many conversations with people and especially my daughter who's 13 and, and she's way more involved than I am, but it's, like it's so you know i say to her you know she's like oh you know she had a friend she wasn't talking to this friend you know we were at a function and i noticed she wasn't saying hi and i'm like what's going on then why isn't she saying hi and i said to myself i said to her later and i didn't do it in front of the people i'm not gonna be like say hi to someone you know i pulled her aside i said listen you know how come you didn't say hi and basically it was because oh mommy remember she hurt me ba 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 it's like yeah but you know she doesn't deserve that no one there's no eye for an eye it's it it's really not it's not worth it you're only hurting yourself but you have maturity on your side, and kids are going to be more vindictive. Yeah, but you have to teach them early. Well, yeah, but yeah. you can lead a horse to water, too. Yes, but, you know. but you plant the little seeds. Well, that's true, yeah. and hopefully over time. When she's older, she'll go, that's oh, right. that's what my mom meant. Folks, yeah. you've been listening to the latest edition of Your Next Chapter Senior Living with Avery Heights. For more information on today's topic, caregivers taking care of 
you, please call 866-537-1444. Again, it's 866-537-1444. Now, the first three callers will get a special lunch and a tour at Avery Heights. I'm looking, always looking. I'm still looking forward to having uh, yes. uh, lunch over at Avery Heights. Uh, for Siobhan <laughs> Severelli, I'm holding it to it. I'm Gary Byron. Until next weekend, have a good one, everybody. So long. <laughs>